Ladies and gentlemen, it's June, which means we're six months into the year. Hollywood, step into our office. It's time for your mid-year review. You're here with Shane and Rob. We are here for Real Talk, moving from YouTube to our podcast. This is our episode number one, and tell them what we're going to do today, sir. Well, like Shane said, we're moving from YouTube to podcast format because we just decided it would be a little bit easier for us to do this. Um, We've been kind of taking advantage of our local Regal $6 deal on Tuesday. Absolutely. So we have seen more movies. Like, I've seen more movies. You've seen a movie more than me. Yeah, I've seen more. (laughs) Well, no, no, I'm just saying I've seen more movies this year than I have any other year, it seems like. I'm trying to figure out, like, we're at, I mean, you're at 19 if you count the two DC animated movies. Right. So you're at 17 without it. So that puts me at 16 without the DC animated movies. Um, I mean, I've definitely seen more than 16 movies in a year, but I'd be hard-pressed to say that I've seen more than 16 by June. Yeah. So. We've been doing pretty good this year. I think so. <laughs> and, I mean, like I said, thank goodness for... Regal $6, despite the fact that we paid full price for two movies today on a double feature, but yeah, we'll get to that. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> I mean, we can't be paying too much full price. That's a rich people problems to, uh, <laughs> to quote our other member of the drunky bunch. Hey, Derek. What's up? All right, so what we're gonna do, um, we're just going to kind of play loosey-goosey on this one. We're just going to start off with what we saw at the beginning of the year. We've got a list here we're going to run down and just kind of break them down and talk about what we've got going on today. So our first one um, is technically a 2016 movie. Yeah, but there's uh, a reason we saved it. Yeah, uh, go ahead. To, I wanted to see Assassin's Creed on my birthday. Right, so it was... Birthday is the first of the... Or fourth of the year. I don't even know... The fourth birth, of the year? I don't even know when my birthday is. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's um, it's the same day as the Tokyo Dome show every <laughs> year. It's the same day every year. You think I remember. It's the same day every year. But, um, yeah, we want to see Assassin's Creed. I'm a huge fan of Assassin's Creed. Like, all the games, I love them. I eat them up. Every game that comes out, I'll play it. What? I'm loud as hell. Oh, uh, it's because I'm sitting back here. I don't know. No, I'm just saying, like, is that a problem? We can no. cut this out. Yeah, we can not cut to, it we're out. We're going to have to cut No, we're going to cut this. <laughs> we'll fix it. Okay. But no, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, like, anyway, huge fan of Assassin's Creed. Play the games every time they come out. Some have been better than others. Um, yeah, we went on a run of playing the crap out of those yeah, games last year. Yeah, that's what's funny, because that was the crappy game that didn't get fixed until, like, a year after it came out. Uh, Unity? Yeah, with all the bugs and whatnot, but anyway. that I got for a dollar and a half, I think, yeah. from a CD Russian Cam dot com. I think <laughs> we are not affiliated with that website. <laughs> Severely ruined our reputation. We got spaghetti and blankets <laughs> and cam whores. We are not affiliated with that whore. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, as with uh, you know any popular video game. A company usually decides, hey, we're going to pick it up and do something with it. And thankfully, not hand it to Uwe Boll. Yeah, I think he's done, though. I don't know, man. Uh, um, they, they just need to give him the old Michael Scott, you're done. You're done. <laughs> you're done. Just uh, They need to give him the old double tap in the back of the head <laughs> and leave him in the bottom of the Baltic Sea or something like that. So, we'll see. let's see. Since you haven't played as many Assassin's Creed games, did you like the movie? Oh, I dug the movie. Um... That's the thing. Like, you're absolutely right. I know, like, you filled me in on the storyline of the game Mm -hmm. real quick before we even went to see anything. So, that's one of those things where I was like, I hadn't really known a whole lot about it. I knew it, you know, the first couple dealt with the whole um, Mayan calendar 2012 uh, (laughs) gimmick. And uh, then we played, like, I started playing a little bit of 4. We played Unity, but I never played. I think I played like the ten minutes of story mission you, you have to play to play multiplayer to get into multiplayer. Yeah, and then um, Syndicate is actually still sitting over there in its uh, shrink wrap, <laughs> having never been opened. Um, but I dug it. Like it felt enough like the Assassin's Creed that I knew. Mm-hmm. You know, people in white hoods. Wait a minute, that could go dark really quick. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but, you know, people in assassin's robes killed people with um, stabby things. So, <laughs> stabby, stabby man. Yeah, stabby, stabby <laughs> man. Um, 
But oh. yeah, I dug it. I dug it. I thought it was a really good movie. That's good. I mean, I, I like. I did like it. I, I like the characters in the games better. Mm-hmm. But as far as you know, kind of being an entry point for some folks who are not onto the timeline as right. much as other people are. I think it, I think it was a really good movie. I enjoyed it, and I actually want them to make more. I know some people are like, "Oh, this may not get a sequel." Yada yada yada. But yeah. I don't know, man. The way it ended, the way it kind of left an open world, and mm-hmm. just the fact that there's another character out there that yeah. you could play with that lineage. Oh, absolutely. So I don't know. I, I just enjoyed it. Like I really, really dug it. Yeah, I'm a huge Michael Fassbender fan. Yeah, like, that helps too when you have somebody like that that they're like, hey. We're going to try this new franchise, and we want you to carry it. And really, it seems like he cared a lot about it. Like, I know as they were going into it before they ever even started filming it, he's been attached to it for years. Yeah. And really seemed to be, like, a big driving force behind finally getting it made. So, uh, that was pretty cool. Like, I like... It's awesome to have a franchise like that and have somebody actually pushing for it instead of, you know, it just being, oh, we're just making this and... We got either one nobody or we have a star yeah, that doesn't care about just it. just looking for a payday. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was fun. And yeah. That was, um, yeah, I really dug it. I'd love to see more. Um, I, yeah, I <laughs> can't really say much more about it. I dug yeah. it. So let's see here. The second movie that we saw was Underworld Blood Wars. I think, I think that that's it. The, Underworld the Blood Wars. Um, Underworld. You're the Underworld guy. I saw the first <clears throat> one. Yeah. That one was kind of a... That's another franchise I've been with since the beginning. Was this the the fifth one? Sixth one? I think it was the fifth. Yeah, because they're one movie behind Resident Evil because I always associate those movies together. That's kind of funny. But, um, no, like, I love the first one. I like the second one because they take place, like, just a couple hours apart from each other. Oh, gotcha. The third one, they go back and do the prequel. Mm. And it was kind of odd. That's that's right, because that's the one that does not have Kate Beckinsale in it, Yeah, there's a little stinger at the end that just ties back and it's the first scene from the first movie at the end of it again oh gotcha so she's kind of like telling the story and then the fourth one was hey don't forget about us because we're going to do a movie eventually but right now we just want to show off this 3d gimmick that seems to be a thing at this time was that during like that run where everything was 3d and it was super gimmicky yep oh gotcha it's like you could sit there and watch certain scenes and you're just like oh well okay yeah that's (laughs) that's i'm not gonna lie that's a fad that i'm glad has died out like you still get 3d movies but i'm glad that it's not like every single thing is 3d and they're pushing the 3d showings more because remember that like you were hard pressed to find a non-3d show like a 2d showing of some movies there for a while yeah it was kind of crazy and like i don't know man like when you're sitting there watching a movie and you see a scene that you know it kind of takes you out of it like yeah I think the Resident Evil movie that came out at that time, I can't remember if it was, I think it was Afterlife. Yeah, and I remember then, that. Because um, the trailer was chock full yeah, of like, here's crap coming at you and this is definitely shot for 3D. It was that, it was Underworld and Spirit of Vengeance. Those yeah. movies you can tell were just, hey. I've seen one of those. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but, but no, it was like I said, I remember going to see the first Underworld and I really dug it. I saw it back in college. Mm-hmm. And then, I think I might even own the second one. Evolution? Uh, yeah, I think I own it on DVD. I went to, I think that might have came out the day, there was one day I remember going to Walmart and buying, because Saving Private Ryan came out, I think about Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and maybe that one. Like, I remember buying like three movies all at once, and that was one of them. Or I may be confusing it with Ultraviolet, which I've been known to do with that <laughs> franchise. No, about you confusing it with Resident Evil. <laughs> so you're I have those two from confused. Resident Evil and putting her in a Underworld movie. That's I think that's not what it is. Like movie. I think I think Ultraviolet is actually just oh. the uh, the Resident Evil Underworld crossover. And I'd pay to see that. <laughs> I mean, I did. I, it was called Ultraviolet, <laughs> and I saw it in theaters and bought it. <laughs> but. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. I'm kind of glad that she decided to come back and make another one. Yeah. Because that Wasn't it her husband makes those? Um, no, that's um, Resident no, Evil, I actually it? think that's a both-case scenario. Oh, both of those movies mistaken. are like yeah, a I husband think, making the movies for the I think maybe her wife. husband made the first two. And that's what and it was. She made the first two and not the third one. And that's why, or he didn't make the third one. That's why she didn't come back at the time. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, um, yeah, it was like I don't know. 
then you say it was kind of like a CW show? <laughs> there it the, felt like, it. it just felt like, like the way it was edited. My or problem with that movie is the th- I mean, it actually did. A, it was funny because that and Resident Evil did a really good job of getting you up to speed before the movie started. Mm-hmm. And so even though I hadn't seen one since the first one, it gives me a whole little play out. And I'm like, oh, okay, I understand where all these characters are at. I understand what's going on. Um, blue werewolf vampire guy. I know where he's at. Um, <laughs> I, which is dead, I think. Um, I can't even remember this movie, man. Um, but, yeah, that came... Like, it did a good job there. It was kept me kind of interested. And then, like, when they go to the weird mountain mm-hmm. people... Um, mountain people. That movie just... It's racist. <laughs> I'm from the mountains. <laughs> but uh, I just... I don't know. Like I said, it's the editing. The editing was just this weird pace. And it was like, we're just going to throw a bunch of crap at you. And there's these people. And are they going to fight with you? Or are they not going to fight with you? And is, is one of them their mom? And, you know, is there's a pool. And I, honestly, I don't remember this movie. It was, well, like, see... The thing with that was, if it would have done what our next movie did, I think we would have liked it better. What, make a coherent movie that was entertaining? Well, the fact that, which I guess you you should know, our next movie is Resident Evil, the final chapter. We we saw those, like, what, two weeks? A week apart from each other. A week apart from each other. And with the final chapter, we knew it was the final one. Until the next one. Until they reboot it, which apparently they're already talking about. Uh, there was another, speaking of reboot, there was something else I just saw that's getting rebooted. Uh, Sin City is getting rebooted. Oh, I, I think that. as a TV that's show. A TV show. Um, but so, if, if Rob Rodriguez is not involved in it, I want no part of it. Right. But um, anyway, you're absolutely right. Probably until they reboot it or <clears throat> some other nonsense happens. Yeah. I mean, I like Resident Evil Final Chapter. I thought it was cool. I'd, I'd dug that actually one. We're able to wrap that up because you're in six movies and mm-hmm. that I've seen. Like, what else can you do? Two of, I think. Well, I mean, those movies are their own things, and people, you know, complain about them not being tied to the games. But it was kind of cool how they actually used stuff from the games and yeah. just kind of told their own story. Which, yeah, I mean, you had the mansion, you had Raccoon City, you had the characters. I mean, granted, the entire series is based around a character that wasn't in the games. Yeah. Did but, they ever bring her into the games? No. No, so she's still just a movie thing. Yeah, which, yeah. that's The games are totally different now anyway, too, so I haven't played yeah, seven. Yeah, because they haven't even... They haven't tied back to... Because uh, I know one was The Mansion, two was Raccoon City. Mm-hmm. Three... Three I didn't play. I never played three. Four is Four the I one loved. where you're like one Leon games. Yes. and you're in Africa or something. No, that's it? the one where you're... I can't remember where you're at, but you have to save the president's daughter. Yeah. And then five was the one that takes place in Africa. Okay. So, yeah, I, I mean, I remember four. I think I played a little bit of four, because four is the one where you're over the shoulder, and it's yeah. like that weird three-quarter view. Yeah, it was, I like that game a lot. It's one of I remember it games. being like, that's one of the ones I remember everybody talking about. Like, I remember, like I said, I played the first one, and... I bought the director's cut of it. I remember because I went to GameStop to buy WCW Nitro for the PlayStation, which um, you get to play on season three of <laughs> Derek and Shane, or yeah, Derek and Shane versus the World. Wrestling just follows us wherever we go. Uh, it we does. You're going to have it. a lot of wrestling <laughs> in these podcasts, but um, yeah, I played it. Like I went to get the game, and it wasn't out. So I was like, I have to have a game right now. And I was getting Game Pro, and I saw that the director's cut of Resident Evil was out. It was like 30 bucks. I was like, you know, you don't buy brand new PlayStation games for 30 bucks. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, let me get that. And then I remember we borrowed Resident Evil 2 from one of my brother's friends, and we killed it without a strategy guide, which we couldn't do the first one without Oh, one, we but... got a badass over here. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. I don't need the strategy guide. <laughs> But, um, and didn't even have the internet for game facts at the time. I remember telling somebody at, uh, GameStop one time back in the day, they were like, oh, do you need the Prima strategy guide? I was like, no, gamefacts.com exists. Yeah. But, um. <laughs> Step one and taking out GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. Like the internet and digital downloads. Do you remember that though? Like constantly having oh, to, yeah, uh, like... like they push the guide every single time. <laughs> He's like, oh, for an additional sixteen ninety five, you can have the strategy guide. Or for an additional 
Zero, I can keep my sixteen ninety five. Absolutely. <laughs> like, go on now. My thing was always like with the wrestling games. It's like because that's all I bought there for a while, and they're always like trying to push like, oh, you want a strategy guide for WCW versus NWO World Tour? And I was like, no, because I know Hulk Hogan <laughs> drops a leg and Kevin Nash does a power bomb. What else are you going to tell me? <laughs> you don't even have to play the game to know that. Exactly. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like I'm going back to the movie. I really dug Resident Evil. Like. I remember telling you, like, because we walked out of Underworld, and I was like, that was a movie. Yeah, yeah, like, and, that happened. Yeah, and then, like I said, now I can't tell you a lot of what happened, but I remember, like, Resident Evil was, like, nonstop, like, just kind of, like, balls to the wall, and I really dug that movie. My only complaint with Resident Evil was not having dude who played Chris back because he was busy with... God, he's busy with three shows. He's on oh, Legends, yeah? Flash, and Prison Break. Who's he? Uh, what was it? Whitworth Miller? Oh, okay, yeah, cold. He, yeah, he played Chris and... Um, really? I think it was... It may be the, one of the gimmicky ones I was talking about. That's enough for me to go back and check one of those out. Like, not to check out Prison Break, because I don't I ain't got time for that. But uh, I'll watch an hour and a half long movie. I say that, I won't. <laughs> I'll sit here and watch YouTube, just like I do all the time. Yeah. But uh, Resident Evil was definitely a good one. I dug that one a lot. I think that one moved us through January pretty well. Yeah. Um, our next one, we didn't go to the theater for, but um, Justice League Dark. Uh, you know, the DC animated movies, I buy them. I mean, we both do. Yeah, it's day one. Like I've been buying them every yeah. since um, Superman Doomsday. Like, I've got, you know, the first 28 movies on my Blu-ray shelf for uh, DC animated movies. So, I'm always looking forward to those. It's kind of like our one constant that we always go back to. We're like, oh, DC movie's out. Let's go get it. Yeah, absolutely. And especially where I've been getting the last few in the steelbooks from Target. But I thought that one, you know, looking forward to that one because it was, that one came out like right after they finally announced like Guillermo del Toro is not going to do the actual movie, which was something we were hoping for for a long time. And, you know, you're a huge Constantine fan. Oh, yeah. Like, as soon as... The minute I heard that Constantine was in it, I was like, they and have to boy get back. Matt Ryan to do yeah. the voice. And it happened. And I'm just like, is somebody else listening to our conversation? <laughs> because there's something else that it seems like we wheeled into creation. Uh, I, think point, man, I think like, Matt Ryan might he, have wheeled that yeah, one into he creation. Has such a huge cult following, though, just for that show. And uh-huh. he did really good with it. And the fact that there were subtle references from the TV show in that movie. Yeah. Like you said, uh, Homie that Plays him. His Buddy uh, was the same voice yeah. of the guy that played his buddy. Um, you said, and they were mentioning stuff that happened in the show. I watched the first episode and I just never got around to it. I'm part of the reason it got canceled, I guess. <clears throat> Way to go. Well, <laughs> yeah, this has no. been fun. See hey, you guys later. <laughs> you know what? Uh, no, back in the day, they canceled Viper, and I watched the living shit out of that. So they cancel shows I like, even if yeah. I do watch every episode. That being said, they had there were actually three more seasons of Viper that I didn't know about. Just because they took it off NBC and started running it on syndication. Do you remember Viper? I have no clue what you're talking about. Viper was an amazing show. It was basically a season long, a four season long commercial for the Dodge Viper. Uh, but it started with a made for TV movie. It wasn't the prequel to Randy Orton. No God. <laughs> File that crap. Um, but it was a. Uh, it was a show like they'd created this supercar. Like, the cops needed this supercar. So they created this awesome cop car. It was just a regular red Dodge Viper that, when they hit a button, would switch into this silver Dodge Viper. And it had, like, one of the big things was when they switched it into the super mode, it had a roof on it because the regular Dodge Viper until, like, 96, I think, didn't have a roof. It was a convertible. And they were like, we need a real badass to drive this car. So they pull a Michael Knight. They take like one of the best drivers from the criminal underworld, mm-hmm. and he gets into a wreck, and they wipe all his memories out and give him a brand new identity and make him the driver of the car. And then they find out, like, they shut down the program and something else, but it ends up like the guy created the car and the guy drove the car stole the car and created their own like vigilante 
underground thing out of it where it was also because they lived in a bridge. Like, it was like a, this build. No, it was a power plant. That's what it was. So they had a secret base. And they would drive the car into it. And, like, it would always just be dude tools around. It was like kung fu, basically. Dude <laughs> just tooled around in the car and found trouble. Okay. And then, you know, solved crime with his super viper. And Super you know, viper. But uh, I just did three minutes on the history of the TV show Viper. Um, <laughs> join us join, on you, this list. join us next week at uh, Vipercast <laughs> here on GimmicksInc.com. Uh, but, but but see they cancel shows i like yeah, too yeah, but gotcha. um but it was cool seeing him come back and not only hey give me constantine but give me constantine with batman i uh, see i remember thinking going into it like i was kind of aggravated they put batman yeah in. i know because it was another one of those dc had the animated movies have this bad habit of they'll give you new characters mm-hmm. but they have to have batman in it yeah He's your, he's your boy, man. And he is, but it's like, go back and look. Like, we're looking at the shelf. You look at the first one, I mean, Superman, okay. Justice League, okay. Batman, okay. Mm-hmm. But then you have Wonder Woman, standalone, no other heroes in it. Green right. Lantern, standalone, no other heroes in it. And apparently those two back-to-back just didn't do business. So they got cold feet, and they were basically like, everything going forward has to have Batman or Superman in yeah, it. Yeah, because that's when they started pairing it with... Yeah, so Public Enemies was after Green Lantern. And then after a while, it seemed like, like after the last one, Superman versus the Elite, which was three or four years ago. Yeah. No, they had one more. They had the Brainiac one yeah, after Superman that. Yeah, Superman Unbound. Um, but it's like, now it's like, not even Superman. Like, it's gotta have Batman in it. Right. So. I get that, but I don't know at the same time. Like I mean, I said, real. I'm still happy because I got Batman with Constantine. Oh, no, I understand. <laughs> I understand. I mean, that movie, like, you get... Basically, it had everybody in it I wanted, except for Dr. Fate. Well, that's like, I think, we talked about that. That's actually my, I think Justice League Dark is my favorite one I've done so far. One it, of. It's it's definitely, I'd say it's, it's top there. five. But yeah. Like, I hold a uh, special place for New Frontier. Yeah, that was, that one's really good. New Frontier was good. The one, what was it? Batman Red Hood. Robin with the uh, Court of Isles. I see, that one, I've not been... Justice League Dark is definitely my favorite one of the new ones. Mm-hmm. Like, after Flashpoint, when they went into the, actually having continuity, like, those to me have dropped off a lot. Yeah. So, like, they've dropped off a lot. So, Justice League Dark was definitely my favorite out of those. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But, yeah, I liked it. Like, Zatanna played a bit. Um, you know, Etrigan and... Uh, Jason Blood being a big part of it, um, I really like that. Yeah, it was fun, man. I, like I like we said, we love those movies, and we always look forward to the next one. Which what is the next one? Is it next one Batman is and Batman and Harley. Yeah, that'll be fun. It should be. I'm. I watched a new trailer for it the other day, and I'm not a hundred percent sold on her voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why they just didn't get Tara Strong. Yeah, that's, that is weird. She but it's one I'm not gonna lie, held, like being held up with. But I'm not like I was listening to Injustice playthroughs the other day, and I'm still like I know she's the one that does the character now. I was like, I'm not a hundred percent sold on her. Like it's still I granted I know Arlene Sorkin's retired, but that's mm-hmm. Harley to me. And even though Tara Strong's done it, it seems like she's changed, for almost though. the last ten years. That? It's way more pronounced like, now. When she first took over for it, it I didn't was almost realize, indistinguishable. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize somebody else had stepped in, and now, yeah, you can kind of tell. Like, yeah, the, the minute you start hearing it, you're it's like, like oh, okay, oh, that's, well, that's Tara, or yeah. that's Arlene. But the next movie, that's the fun one. Oh, the next one, yes. Um, the next one we saw in February was John Wick Two, <laughs> John Wicker. That's not what that was called. <laughs> it should have been. I mean, it was everything the first one was and more. Um, like, I love John Wick. Like, uh, did, did I tell you about John Wick? Yeah, you Lake? told me about John Wick, and I watched it the day we went to go see that one. Remember? That's right. Because you and- I instantly had that, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I need more of this. Oh, thank God I can have more of this. See, that was my thing. Like, I come across John Wick on Reddit. And it was just like, I knew nothing about it other than Keanu Reeves' action movie. Mm-hmm. 
So I go into the movie, and spoilers for the next little bit while we're talking about John Wick, if you haven't seen John Wick. Honestly, if you're listening to this or watching this at the, on YouTube at this point, like, and you haven't seen John Wick, stop this, go watch John Wick. Yeah. Um, it's way more entertaining than we are. <laughs> but, uh, like, so I just watched it, and I had no idea anything about it. And as it starts revealing more and more about him, mm-hmm. Man, it's just like, I I was just like, this is awesome. Like, I just fell into this world, and it's like, what is this world? Why do they have this, like, their own currency? Um, yeah. Like, they've got this hotel that's, like, only serves hitmen and all this stuff, and it was just so awesome. And, I mean, he's just a, like, tour de force in this movie. Like, he's just a force of nature. Well, it's like I said at the end of the second one. I was like, John Wick makes Cam- or Neo look like a bitch. He does. <laughs> And that's coming, like, I love The Matrix. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I like it pretty good. But, man, this is, I think this is my favorite movie series that he's been in. I, I'll definitely give you that. Like, that's, I, yeah, I John, the first one was definitely, like, my favorite of his movies. Like, somebody, I was talking to um, one of the guys I work with the other day, and he got talking about, should I watch it? Um, he was like, and his big thing was, and again, spoilers for the first John Wick, he was like, I can't, you know, I can't listen to the dog, watch the dog die again. Which is anything everybody talks about. Like, I, yeah. I've run across a lot of people that are like, I can never watch John Wick again. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I will watch John Wick three times a day. <laughs> um, but it's like, oh, I can't watch the dog. And I was like, dude, because he was talking about it was up for, he only buys movies digitally on Apple. Uh-huh. And he was like, it wasn't up for rent. It was only up for purchase. And he was like, well, I never bought the first one because I can't watch the dog die again. And I was like, that was your only reason you can't watch it again? He goes, yeah, if it wasn't for that, I'd watch that movie like every two months. I was like, go ahead and buy John Wick 2. I was like, just sight unseen, go ahead and buy John Wick 2. Like, yeah. It's just... It was, it was like as soon as it wrapped, we knew it was going to be a trilogy. Mm-hmm. I was just like, man, can we have that tomorrow? Yeah, that was the bad <laughs> thing. Like You watched one and two back to back. So now you gotta wait like the rest oh, of us schmucks. I was like, if somehow I could have like that was a cool thing when you were like, you haven't even seen a trailer for the first one. I was like, nah. You're like, go watch it. No, and yeah, that was my thing. Like the moment you had said, like you still knew nothing about it. Yeah. I was like, no, you have to go. Like just watch the movie. Put it in right now. Could you imagine doing the trilogy completely blonde? Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Need one of the little Men in Black memory erasers before he gets to it. That's the thing. I would absolutely love to be able to watch John. That, that's why I pushed for you to watch it so much. And that's why I pushed for anybody who hasn't seen it. Mm-hmm. And I tell every single person that watched I was like, don't read anything into it. And the only movie I've ever done that with was Catfish. Did you ever see Catfish? Never seen that. Again. So, <laughs> I guess I'll be, Catfish I'll be is, going after this. Here's the thing. Catfish is not John Wick. Right. Um, but that was another one I remember saying, like, cause I remember I heard that one on Smodcast. Mm-hmm. They were talking about it. it was like, oh, well, Kevin was even like, don't read into it. Don't do nothing. Just watch it. And so I watched it and it's like just letting that story unfold and being like, what the hell is happening here? Gotcha. That was the same one with John Wick. And it's like, that's why I pushed you. I almost wanted to watch it vicariously through you because knowing that I can never go back and rewatch John Wick for the first time. Um, yeah, it's just so fun, man. Like that's the biggest thing. It was so fun. And not only does he make Neo look like a bitch, like any movie that's ever got a hitman in it is doing it wrong. Have you noticed, um, (laughs) that movie coming out, American assassin. If you watch, um, we've seen the trailer for it because if I've been to the movies, you've been to the movies. Uh-huh. Um, actually thinking about it, you've seen one movie this year without me, and I've seen one movie this year without you. Right. But you went back and saw the movie I'm yeah. talking about. But it's like, yeah, other than King Arthur, every movie I've been to this year, I've been with you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so true. you've seen the trailer. But um, <laughs> it's one where... um. It's one of those long-haired pretty boys. But uh, it's Taylor Kitsch, uh, Gambit. They finally oh, let okay. him out of movie jail. <laughs> and uh, he's... um, It's like he's on a beach with his girlfriend and terrorists show up and like kill her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm going to go kill the terrorists now. 
And if you notice, like, the gunplay that you see in that, which I have a feeling it's going to be way more subdued than John Wick, Mm -hmm. but it reminded me of John Wick because he's doing, like, the turn the gun sideways and check it stuff. And, like, which I've heard a bunch of people on uh, Reddit and stuff talking about, like, apparently, like, the tactical gunplay in John Wick is supposed to be, like, really spot on. Like, it's actually, like, he's doing correct things and using correct stances and... All this stuff, and I like what you were saying about it. like it's, you see hitmen in movies just yeah, wasting like, bullets left yeah, and right. Yeah, he's so proficient. Like every bullet counts, and if it don't kill you, it's gonna hurt you to where he can kill you with the next one. Exactly, like he's gonna shoot you in the leg. He's so like, oh, that, you're peeking or you're hiding behind that column. Let me shoot your knee so you fall over so I can shoot you in the head. Exactly, like you know, he's like, playing it like the God, best game of Call John of Duty. Wick. That's what yeah. it comes down to. Yeah, let John Wick stay. John Wick stay retired, and you have no problems. <laughs> so you know, clearly, out of the first five movies we've been through this year, um, go see John Wick. Yeah. Like, if you don't see anything else we talk about on this list, looking at it right now, go see John Wick. Like, the fact that it we- comes out Tuesday. Yeah. So, go see John Wick. <laughs> the fact that we go from the movie where everybody dies to the movie where <laughs> it's, like, kid-friendly, oh, that yeah. cracks me up. Yeah, so our next one is uh, Lego Batman, which, have you seen the Lego movie yet? Yeah. That's you saw it that I day. I watched it before I went to go see Lego Batman. <laughs> Apparently, I was doing a theme that, that <laughs> month. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Lego Batman, that was, that was a fun movie. Yeah. Like, I like the Lego movie better. But I had a lot of fun. Like, you can tell Lego Batman was made as a love letter to Batman. To Batman. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Like, going through all the different costumes. Like, even having clips of Michael Keaton and Val Kilmer and, you know, the 60s suit being like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I love that Alfred's wearing the 60s <laughs> suit through the movie. Um, I still, it was funny cause I had going into the advertising, I didn't like the way they were doing Robin. Right. Um, I like, I love, right. I, I think anybody who I did, I'm the oldest brother, but I had an older cousin and we played Batman and Robin mm-hmm. and the younger is always Robin. Right. So I think if you're ever forced to be Robin, you develop a understanding and a relationship with Robin that. Most people do, you know, most people see boy decoy and, you know, it's like, I love Robin. I love the character of Dick Grayson. I love, mm-hmm. so it's like, I saw Michael Sarah and I'm, you know, I've hated Michael Sarah in everything he's been in except for Scott Pilgrim. Right. Um, he annoys me and I don't like him, <laughs> but, uh, but other than that, he's an okay guy. I don't even know that. <laughs> Have you ever watched, did you ever see, um, that movie they made uh this is the end no you never saw that one no. you'd like because i interviewed seth rogan and no. uh them but apparently like michael sarah's a huge dick in real life in that movie oh that's funny um <laughs> but like uh so i remember seeing that and then the way they were playing him and like Oh, Batman, and you know, come on, Batman, let's get grooving. Like that, remember the thing at Target? Oh my God, when it was stuck on Every that single loop. time you walked by it, and it's right at the rest of the, like right at the WWE section. Yeah. So I know I set that thing off 400 million fucking times <laughs> over the course of February. So, like, when you heard the line in the movie, it just kind of like. It was just. Nervous I mean, I was already aggravated with it from the trailer, mm-hmm. much less having to hear it every time I went to Target. And, yeah, it was... I was like, oh, no, not <laughs> not this crap. But um, but in the movie, it works. He's played so innocently yeah. and silly. And one of my favorite lines in that movie is always, it's like, oh, my name's Richard Grayson, but the, <laughs> the kids at the orphanage call me Dick. And Batman's Children like, can be so cruel. <laughs> just such a throwaway line yeah but it was so good what's like will arnett he did really good as batman you know what i would actually like to see one of these animated movies Uh have him do a serious batman that'd be fun i actually think he like just he's earned it his batman voice 
I think actually would be really cool to play a series. I mean, Diedrich Bader played an awesome Batman. Yeah, this is a cat who played yeah. know, Beverly Hillbillies. Exactly. And, yeah, so... So it's like, I'd love to see... Will anybody Arnett. can be Batman. It's what it I don't know about to. anybody. I don't think Michael Sarah could be Batman. <laughs> but everybody knows George Clooney is the best Batman, according to Derek. <laughs> I'll always say, I think Clooney could have been a great Batman. Um... From Dust Till Dawn always shows me Clooney could have been a great Batman. I'll give him he did he had the look. It, I, he like is he Bruce had, Wayne. When he had the cowl on though, he looked awesome. Mm-hmm. It's just he had a terrible script. From the chin up he looked awesome. Let's let's, let's, let's go ahead and get <laughs> yeah, that out yeah. there. <laughs> Nipple suit Batman, uh was pretty bad. It's just that and even the parts where he's Bruce Wayne in that movie are yeah. pretty good. Yeah, like but, him talking with Alfred and stuff exactly. Like, that. I'm like, like that's exactly what I was thinking. Like the moments that he's kind of just uh, with Alfred and reflecting. Like, you know, that's one of those things. If they were like, "Oh, we're doing Dark Knight Returns as a live action movie," and George Clooney's going to be Batman, I'd be like, "Sure, like let's Screw go it. with it." Yeah, which one are you talking about? Which movie? Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, that's what, yeah, because that's what Kevin always talks about on. Uh, Babylon. He's like, just give him a second chance. Give him a do-over. I He's think like, so. let him do it. I, I think or, so. I was like, you could even do it with Batman Beyond. Let him be the older Bruce. Yeah. But, I don't know, maybe that one's reserved for Keaton. <sighs> yeah, I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah. Like, that'd be cool. Like, 20 more years, let Keaton do it. Yeah. But, yeah, I because mean, I still think, like, clearly can't be that much older than Affleck. Ten years, maybe. Yeah, you wouldn't think. I mean, so they all those dudes have vampire blood. They don't age. Yeah, anyway. like I, well, I mean, whenever you're rich yeah. and it's your job to look good, rich people blood, rich people problems. <laughs> so again, Lego Batman, really fun movie. Um, you know, you could tell a lot of it was designed to sell toys, but like it was. It was as much of a Sorry, that just cracked me up. <laughs> a Lego movie is made to sell yeah. toys. I mean, don't get me wrong, but I mean, you could tell like a lot of like yeah. the scuttler. Which um, did you listen to Fat Man on Batman recently? Mm-hmm. Where Kevin had the idea that like whenever you see in the Justice League trailer when Batman's like my turn um, and you see something moving, Kevin's like, "Is that the scuttler?" Because it looks like a robot that's like walking instead of it being the Batmobile. Interesting. So. I have to look at that. That's, I, I, I mean, we're getting the movies we've seen, but I can't wait until we're in November and we're talking about yeah Justice League. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Um, but our, we did have the other best comic book movie we've seen so we far. We did. Um, so we're moving into March with our number seven one with um, Logan, which. Amazing. Yes. No, it was. I've never seen a franchise go from dog shit to watchable to amazing. Well, it's like I said, Marvel made The Dark Knight without it being Marvel. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they don't... It's not part of Marvel Studios. Right. It's the whole Fox gimmick. It's Fox apparently understanding that, hey, we're allowed to make good movies. Yeah. And if it wasn't for Deadpool, we wouldn't have this movie. You're absolutely right. It would have been a watered-down PG-13 version the of fact, it. I think it was a mixture of... Deadpool doing as well as it did, and them being like, you know what, Hugh Jackman has been our bread and butter. Let's let him make his movie. Yeah, let's give him the movie he wants to make. All the gloves off, absolutely. And you know, I think it's because that's one of those things to where I remember, you know, right after Deadpool came out and did well, everybody was like, oh, now we're suddenly going to start getting rated R superhero movies. Wolverine should have been rated R from the get-go. It was. And, like, <laughs> I, my point was, I was going, it was like, some of the movies that we got, like, I'm still not 100% certain we needed a rated R Batman Superman movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got one on the director's cut. Yeah. But I'm not certain that needed to happen. I'm not certain, even going back to Justice League Dark, that we needed two R-rated cartoons. I forgot that one was... That one's R-rated, and um, Killing Joke's R-rated. Like, I'm not 100% certain we needed those. But whenever they were like, we're going to do Wolverine. We're Mm going to do Old Man Logan. And it's getting an R. Like, I remember before I even knew what X-Men were, and we're back in the early 90s, mid-90s, I remember talking to my cousin Rick about comics. Like, comic book movies. Uh And 
I remember him talking about, like, man, they could never do the X-Men and have it be normal because Wolverine just straight up kills people and it's bloody and gory. Yeah. And I was like, the guy I watch on the Fox cartoon? <laughs> and I was like, not realizing that go into Frank Miller and go back into the comics and stuff. And it was, you've got shades of it in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, that scene where Wolverine kind of goes nuts in X-Men 2 in the mansion. <laughs> yeah, which is like everybody's favorite scene until that movie until But Logan what's funny is, if you think about it, the stuff we got in Logan, remember the... Um, we talk about the shitty movie, the X-Men Origins video game. Uh, yeah. The cutscenes from that yeah. <laughs> are what we finally got with Logan. Yeah. And it's like Ninja Gaiden and X-Men had a baby for that game. Exactly. And it was awesome. I remember getting that game and being like, this movie is dog shit. Yeah. It was like the stuff you liked from the movies, like just None of mixed it was, with... I didn't like a thing from that. Well, I well, take it back. I mean, like the, the, I liked, the look of oh. it and stuff like that. It's like... You know, and Hugh I liked Ryan Reynolds and, in that um, movie. <laughs> well, it's like you had the stuff from that universe, I guess would be yeah, better yeah. phrasing of it. Tied you in got with to stuff see a badass... Um, you fight a Sentinel, yeah. man. Yeah, and you get to see a badass Hugh Jackman Wolverine going full out. Oh, the helicopter scene when he pulls yep. the dude out and just lifts him. Oh, just... But this one, I mean, going into it... Um... You know, pretty certain I was like, well, we're hearing that this is his last one. He's probably not going to make it out of the movie. Um, some of that stuff, like just kind of knowing like, oh, all right, some of this stuff's coming. Um, Professor X was playing, you know, he was supposed to be like 147 in the <laughs> movie or something like that. Right. You know, he's probably not going to make it out. A um, couple other things like that. But... You know, just, I don't know. I was not prepared for how emotional yeah, that no movie kidding, was going to be. Like, and not, not only that was when they announced it, and they were like, oh, they're making Old Man Logan. I'm like, no, they're not. They don't have the characters to do that. That's the thing. Like, I was you like, kept this is going to be a crappy Man. version yeah. of Because you're not going to have the Hulk. Something. You're not going to have Hawkeye. You're not going to yeah. have Red Skull. You're not going to have all these awesome characters to make up I was that Old Man Logan world. It was going to be a plug-and-play movie like yeah. they're like oh, well we don't have Hawkeye so we're gonna use um, you know Gambit which, exactly oh god yeah or we don't have the Hulk so we're gonna use the thing which that would've sucked <laughs> oh my oh god, god I think I just made the Why worst movie ever that? in my head <laughs> but they, they were able to just take what they had and make a really good movie like I haven't seen a movie that earnest since Batman Begins since Ernest Scared Stupid yeah Ernest Scared Stupid <laughs> Know what I mean, Professor X? <laughs> but nah, man. You get what I'm saying, though? No, I, like, I mean, I call it, like, I, to me, it's Unforgiven with X-Men in it. And I love Unforgiven. Never seen it. Oh, God, Rob. <laughs> Rob has this for, and we're going to run across this since this is a movie podcast. <laughs> that weird Rob, curse of not seeing movies Rob, I should have seen. There's movies up. Rob should have seen. And I understand, like, yeah, like I was raised on like renting a movie every three, like three times a week. Mm-hmm. Like every Saturday was a trip to the video store where we came home with like three movies. So it's like I watched a lot of stuff and my parents really had no problem with us watching R-rated movies. Like we just got the don't repeat anything you say or you hear. <laughs> and then of course the yeah. first thing on Monday I'm saying is lines that I remembered <laughs> from the movie. I remember getting popped in the mouth. This is going to be funny on our Ghostbusters podcast. I remember getting popped in the mouth while I was talking on the phone. And I did the, um, let's show this prehistoric bitch how we do things downtown. Because I did not understand that the word bitch was a cuss word. Oh. And my mom just walks over and pops me in the mouth. He was like, don't you say it. I was like, I'm quoting Ghostbusters. Like, how is Ghostbusters bad? Just like what she would have done to you if you quoted Pulp Fiction. <laughs> But I think I watched Pulp Fiction. I mean, granted, Pulp Fiction, I was already a teenager when Pulp Fiction came out. But, well, no, I wasn't. I was 12. But, um, you know, it was like, I watched Pulp Fiction with Mom and Dad. But, uh, yeah, so it's, um, where was I going with this? Oh, Unforgiven. Yeah. Um, Comparing it to Logan. Yeah, I mean, it's, God, you have to watch Unforgiven. Dude, it's, it's the whole idea of Clint Eastwood is an aging gunfighter. 
-hmm. He used to be the baddest motherfucker of all time back in the day. And Morgan Freeman's like, look, we need a bad motherfucker. And he's like, I'm not a bad mother. I don't do bad motherfuckering anymore. And he's like, could you one time? And he just goes all out and like goes out against Gene Hackman. uh And I mean, it's Clint Eastwood as... Oh, it's so well, good. Well, I get what you're saying, though, coming from, like, just that description, because I just read, remember, like, two months back, I read Old Man Logan? Yeah. That, <laughs> you saying that, I'm just sitting there no, picturing that it, scene with I'm Hawkeye. I'm not kidding. It's, it's Old Man Logan. Like, That's Old Man cool. Logan is Unforgiven Wolverine. I have to check that out. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, honestly, and I think it's safe to put a pin in it, Logan is my second favorite comic book movie ever made. What do you go number one? It's a tie, so technically I cheat a little bit, but it, it's, well, I guess it's, I consider the Dark Knight trilogy one movie. One movie. Just because it's such a huge overlaying arc. But I mean, if I have to pick one. You know I have one, trouble yeah. with. Um, but if I have to pick one movie out of that, it's Batman Begins. I was about to say, this is where we differ, because yeah. mine's Dark Knight. I don't know. Um, Dark Knight Rises is I want to do what Jamie said one time, what you were talking about. I want to watch them all three back to back in one sitting mm. and see that as a completed arc. Because awesome, I do think that that would help me like Dark Knight Rises a little more mm. because I would be fresh off of what happened in Dark Knight to go into that. I mean, you know my problem. My well, problem is the Batman <laughs> Batman that takes eight years off because his girlfriend dies. Yeah, and that was the whole thing with me kind of being soured on Dark Knight was I like that movie, but then at the end I'm like, they're making Batman the bad guy. Like, I was like, no. But see, I I like, like, I've always, I like a Batman that's technically the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, but I was like, you can't end it like that. And like, there was no actual confirmation that you were getting a third one. True. And I was always like, no, man, you can't end it like this. And then when it ended, I was like, oh, it's awesome. And it made me appreciate Dark Knight better. So, so I can see that. So see, it I might always, have that effect for you if you watch them maybe. together. I, mean, I don't know if I can appreciate Dark Knight <laughs> even more. I love that movie. That being said, I wonder how much of that is if you take Heath Ledger out of that movie. How much my love of Dark Knight falls off. Because he's who... Like, that's what I watch that movie for. Well, that's what it's, I, and that's why I say I like Batman Begins better. Because it's a Batman movie. Yeah. Dark Knight's a Joker movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, and don't get me wrong, I love Batman yeah. Begins. I've seen Batman Begins. Like, I saw it not like that I'm four times Dark in the Knight theaters. Because you're not allowed to do that on the internet. You're not. <laughs> I mean, you're not allowed to hate people on anything show, Christopher Nolan ever makes. So. People will show up at your house and be like, oh, I'm sorry, did you write I Hate the Dark Knight on MoviePoopShoots.com? It's like, first off, how did you find a website from 16 years ago? It's like, when are you, don't, don't you be worrying about my business? <laughs> Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Batman don't take time off because his girlfriend died. Batman's son died, and all it did is piss him off more. Like Batman's son didn't exist in this universe. I'm talking about... <laughs> you know what? We're moving on. Um, all right, so our next one... Let's see. Our next one, Kong Skull Island. Um, That's how it sounds, too, on the poster. Huh? That's how it sounded on the poster. <laughs> it when I sounded read it. on the Skull Island. <laughs> when I read it in my head, I was like, yep. Vince McMahon read the poster to you? Oh, my God. Kong Skull Island. He's fine. I just, I just spiked the crap out of our audio <laughs> levels on that one. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm all right, I guess. Kicked out of gimmicks, kids are over there talking about Kong again. Screw the audio levels. I'm worried about that vein in your head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah there's enough in this cup to thin that blood so i'm all so, right yeah uh, samuel jackson tried to kill a monkey <laughs> he tried to kill him he was tired of these motherfucking monkeys on his motherfucking <laughs> island <laughs> oh god <laughs> remember how i was going to be the one that like watched his language and wasn't gonna like <laughs> Yeah. Do much to keep our show dirty. And here I am like, I don't think you've cursed one. It's not cussing if you quote uh, Samuel Jackson. That's my rule. So everything I've said, I'm actually just quoting the F word. There like, you go. Well, I think he actually has say, a trademark on that word. When I say it, it's just there's quotes around every F-bomb I drop and then a dash that says Samuel, L. Dash, uh, Samuel Jackson and then a dash that says Michael Scott. <laughs> 
and a dash that says Wayne Gretzky. And a dash that says Shane Dalton. <laughs> hey, I said it too. <laughs> There's a lot of dashes in here. <laughs> but, um... Honestly, I don't have much to say about this one. I I like like I loved Godzilla. Um it, yeah, it was okay. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Like dude, I had I loved Godzilla. Like one of my favorite movie moments in the last 5 years is when Godzilla ripped open that thing's mouth and like atomic breath down its throat. Yeah, like, that was pretty badass. I went like I cheered in the movie theater. So, like, I just, I really like Godzilla. So, I like that this one's set up more in that universe. Mm. Like, and spoilers, the stinger at the end that showed... um, Everything? All the monsters from Godzilla's history. Yeah, no. (sighs) Like, I like that, but other than setting up the Godzilla world and the eventual... Because I think Godzilla King of the Monsters is next. Well, see... That, and then yeah, Godzilla versus Kong. Because Skull Island, to me, had the same effect that Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them had. I was like, okay, well, it's a world-building movie. Mm. It's got a little bit of stuff going on, but at the same time, I was like, it's, it just seemed like another like a, well, here's the thing. Did like you a watch, step to get to the next one. Have you seen the Kong movies? The old ones? Like, um, well... I saw the Peter Jackson one. Okay, so you haven't seen the 33 one or no. the Jeff Daniels one from the 70s? No. Okay. Um, as I've seen all four of the major ones. I, I know they made a bunch of other Kong movies, blah, blah, blah. But when mm-hmm. I talk about Kong, I'm pretty much talking about 33, the 70s, I think it's 76 maybe. Yeah. Um, Peter Jackson and all those, which, like, and I love that. Like, I just like that story. Mm-hmm. So, I dug the King Kong stuff. But, I don't know. This one was... I liked it better than the Peter Jackson movie. It was more action-packed. Um, I liked the gigantic monkey instead of... Yeah, that was crazy. Like, and, him but, being, like, 50 stories tall instead of just a couple. Did it like it was kind of inconsistent, though? Those, all, those movies all the way up. Yeah, like, there's times where it's like, oh, he's really big. And then there's times like... No, he's a mountain no, he's, big. Yeah, like... It was crazy. Like, this Kong, if he... He couldn't climb the Empire State Building because he's already <laughs> about three-quarters as, as tall as the Empire yeah, State Building. Yeah, that's true. Um, it had a really good cast. I think it did. Um, like, uh, Loki. Him. Yeah. Like, I really liked him. Um, that's, that's his birth name. It is. <laughs> he changed it. <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> he changed and, uh, it from Loki and, to you know, Tom Hiddleston. Like, Loki was hanging out with Jules, hooked up with Dan Connor, decided to go to an island. But it's like, I yeah. Where's I, that movie? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, a really good cast. Um, Samuel L. Jackson was in the, you know, first of his 95 movies that he'll be in. Forever. This year. Um, well, not, I mean, there was one, I told you a few times, my brother and his, uh, best friend do their own movie awards every year. And, uh, they always film a video or edit a video of the year's best movies. And two years ago, well, last year, I guess, so not this year, but last year, um, so it was the year, no, it was maybe two years ago, because it was the year that, because um, Avengers would have been out, um, Hateful Eight. Okay. They actually, he did a clip of, at one point, Samuel L. Jackson actually saying the numbers one through like eight in each of those different <laughs> movies and counting off how many movies he had been in that year. Oh, that's cool. Um so yeah, he's contractually obligated. It's like uh, Pitbull. He's contractually obligated to make one song per day. Samuel Jackson shoots a movie a week, and you know that's what he's <laughs> did got. Did you just say contractually ovulated? <laughs> I don't think I said ovulated. I'm pretty sure you did. Um, <laughs> he's gonna have a baby with <laughs> <laughs> his first word's gonna be motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> You said that. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. I'm not going to let this slide. <laughs> I don't think 
think that's one of those. I don't you think did. I messed up on obligated. I think I messed up on contractual. <laughs> no. Maybe she's having contractions. I don't know. <laughs> so Skull Island. That's where babies come from. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson babies come from Skull Island. <laughs> Jesus. Alright, so our next one. Um, our next one was surprisingly one that like to me should have been terrible i had fun (laughs) we both loved it of course it was power rangers um kind of going from one super huge thing to the next super huge thing (laughs) i missed like the power rangers are about it's funny because i always say i was about two or three years too old for the power rangers when they came out yep you happen to be two or three <laughs> years younger than me. And he, there were some times even I was like, man, I don't, I don't know about this. <laughs> I remember watching it. Like, I was um, I was at school one day. I think I was in about fifth grade. And one of the girls that rode our bus, she was my brother's age, so three years younger than me, had one of the episodes, first four or five episodes on VHS. Like, back in the day when you'd get one episode of a TV show oh, on a yeah. $20 VHS tape. And I was like, let me see what this Power Rangers gimmick is. Took it home, watched it. Because, I mean, I was raised on, uh, like, American Chopsaki flicks. Uh-huh. So, like, American Dragon. Or, not American Dragon. <laughs> that's Brian Danielson. Um, American Ninja. Um, best of the Best. Like, those movies. That's what I was read. Brandon Lee. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I was raised on that stuff. So, I was like, this is fighting it's karate like yeah i want to go home and watch this and i just remember watching it being like you know, <laughs> 22 minutes and it was a little rough getting through uh about 19 and a half of it yeah. uh there was one saving grace of that show and she wore pink <laughs> everybody's so, first crush if you were a kid in the 90s well i see i was my first crush was daisy duke oh yeah <laughs> my second crush <laughs> was orange <laughs> terrible <laughs> get out of here <laughs> yeah. but uh um, i was the, i guess i was definitely the power rangers kid there for a while i had like i liked it i didn't buy too much stuff because it was ridiculously expensive back in the day and right. i was always like good grief this is expensive so then they start releasing the legacy series stuff and i'm like yes i'm a kid and i have money now <laughs> i used to t- I, it was funny i was telling um my kids uh with my students last year i was telling them i said if you wait long enough they will sell you your childhood back to you yeah and that's i mean we we're living in that right now if you're an 80s and 90s kid they're in that like look last year like and of course we're gonna get into this those of you like we haven't really talked about it openly as far as anything like this because we haven't made a show in about six months or a year or it's been a minute it's been a while been a while uh well dr strange so november was our last show and i think it didn't go up until the show came out on blu-ray but um we're gonna start doing a ghostbusters podcast and you just look at last year even though we didn't care a lot for the movie look how much ghostbusters crap we got last year yeah so like it just it holds true wait long enough they'll sell you your childhood back to you yep and I kind of think this the, year, like this over this last year, you've bought so much Power Rangers crap. Yeah, and I think well, they started the Legacy line before the movie was announced, and I really think oh, really, it's been that long. Yeah, because they started releasing um, like the old Mighty Morphin series stuff, and then they started releasing like the Dagger and mm-hmm. Saba and stuff like that. I guess I'm thinking and, about um, just the the six inch action. I really figures. think that those Legacy line had a big thing to do with this movie getting made. Oh, you're probably right. And like, um, what know, did you think about? Um, the short, like the 15, 20 minute movie. That, I think uh, that had something to do with the movie. Uh, Ollie Shankar did. You can't tell me. Like, you've seen it. No, first, I loved it. The first 10 minutes of. No, the first 10 minutes of the movie that we watched in theaters. Didn't that look familiar? Remember the battle scene that's going on? Oh, the yeah. Like, yeah. Because Saban, they saw that and they shut that stuff down. Yeah, they were like, they were no, like, we're no. doing something with this but franchise. They, everybody was like, this is so awesome. And I swear, like, I think even Dude Who Did That had a hand in. Like, well, not a hand in it, but because he did that, they were like, we can make a movie. 
Yeah. No, it wouldn't shock me. Like, they were like, an adult audience is interested in this. But that is probably one of the movies I've had the most fun with this year. It was so fun. And, like I said, I had a ton of fun with it, and I wasn't a Power Rangers fan. Like, yeah. there was no nostalgia that for That actually me. made me happy, because you were like, this is kind of awesome. I'm marking out for something. It's like, I'm no, marking out dude, for it. I started marking out whenever the Zords are running in and they play the song. Yeah, that was cool. Like, I marked out. Like, it was 100% like a, oh my God, like, this is cool. Yeah. So, and, you know, I hope the movie makes money. That Like, like I said, haven't kept up with the box office on I hope it made enough money to get. sequel is still questionable, but they actually said last week that the toy sales alone may get it as a sequel. See, that's because they've been moving merch like crazy. Yeah. So I was like, that's really cool. And, you know, just the fact that you're talking about how uh, Batman was a love letter. Mm-hmm. I think this was a love letter. It really was there. And I thought they did a really good job of, like, they did a really good job of, like, being a very diverse cast. Mm-hmm. Um, playing around with a lot of that stuff. So, um, you know, it, I don't know. I just, it's hard to say anything other than I had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Movie. It's kind of, what, what did you say that night? Pleasantly surprised. I was very pleasantly surprised. I went I into that movie expecting to be like, I'm go. I went to that movie because you wanted to see it. <laughs> I mean, I was curious uh-huh. but it's like my brother when he sent me that message he's like you've hit your head like <laughs> like why would you want to go see this and there was that part of me it's like i'm expecting to walk out of this and be like what was this piece of shit we just spent twelve dollars on but i don't know man you i dug it some of those old episodes I, the bar was low yeah, no, dude, I have watched a couple of those old episodes, and the bar was very low. They were a show. That's about what I can. It was on TV. Is about as much as I can say about some of those show episodes. Well, it's even that was sometimes the old show was just called a commercial to sell the toys. Yeah, but I and, mean and every show since over in yeah Japan, Super Sentai it's, it's is ridiculous. huge, but I mean every. I don't know. I think every show aimed at kids since the 80s has been just to sell toys. Except for some of them. Like, I don't know. Some of the new stuff doesn't have really a lot of toy sales to it. But, you know, we grew up in that era of everything we watch on TV is meant to sell me a toy. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're both huge Ninja Turtles fan. Yeah. Um, I was a big Masters of the Universe fan back in the day, uh, despite only having three of them. <laughs> it apparently didn't work on my parents. They were like, I'll rent, I rented every episode of the show from the movie store, like constantly. Oh, really? But I had three action figures. <laughs> so, you know, apparently didn't work on my parents, but you know, I mean, that's one of those things. It was meant to sell toys, but no, I, I loved that movie. Or, I was very pleasantly surprised with that movie. Yeah. Like, I was expecting it to be a tra like just travesty. And if, I dug it. I mean, I really want to get a sequel just so we get Tommy. That's my biggest everybody thing. Wants I want that. To see Tommy. Yeah. Because Tommy's awesome. Yeah. No, I want that. <laughs> Have you heard? Um, I think it may just be people speculating, but the idea that Tommy may be a girl's name. Yeah. I, I don't know how I'd feel about, about that. that, but. Yeah. Especially since they did so good in having think, the actual casting. Like, I mean, granted, you move around some politically incorrect stuff. You yeah. make certain that the Yellow Ranger is not uh, Asian. You yeah. make certain the Black Ranger is not the black kid. But I don't know. Like, I just think that's unnecessary. That would be like moving Tommy, and like if in my mind, in something like that, if you really want a good positive female role model, go ahead and make the pink or the Yellow Ranger. A yeah. more prominent role. Like, There's no reason to go ahead and switch, like gender switch a character just to be like, see, look, girls are awesome too. Because they are. I mean, you've got that in a lot of movies. Look at what Star Wars is doing now. Um, all that stuff. Yeah. Don't say it. <laughs> We're not going to do that. You better answer that call. Shane. I'm not answering that call. That call is going straight to voicemail. That's what the sequel can be called. <laughs> Ghostbusters, straight to voicemail. There is no voicemail, only Zool. <laughs> but I think it's funny how, like, I want to go back and rewatch our episode of that show just to see, like, how much our 
opinion has changed. Because <laughs> now, like, we were like, it was kind of good. I had some fun during the movie. And now we're back to, like, Well, we gave it a pass movie. with, you know, what was I wanting to see the extended cut. Neither one of us still watched Neither one of us ever watched it. Because, you know what made me want, not want to watch it? I heard there were four dance scenes in it. Oh, man. That's nine dance scenes too many. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like I'm sorry, Ghostbusters don't dance unless it's down the street at the end of in the end credits, and we're <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Peter doing his little hop down the yeah. with one foot. That's the closest we got. <laughs> I want to go to New York again so much just to but go to. They did dance the night away according to the radio. <laughs> they did dance the night away with uh, some of the female patrons of that nightclub. Ghostbusters is awesome. <laughs> God, I cannot wait for our Ghostbusters podcast. And that's a good point to go ahead. We're halfway yep. through the movies we've seen this year. We're at a little over an hour recording time. We're going to go in and edit it, so we'll probably be down to about 50 minutes, something like that. Um, join us back next time. We're going to go through the second half of our list. Until then, I've been Shane. I've been Robbie. And this has been Real Talk. We will see you at the movies.